0: Hey there, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am Joey Hernandez, and you are listening to an older gay guy show podcast. And if by any chance you don't know, I also have a YouTube channel with the same name, an older gay guy show. Now, as my sweeps period continues, I wanted to mention that I still have a number of shows to put out this year during sweeps, and you can expect these episodes to run all the way up until the beginning of October. Now, I'm still working, (laughs) still working, on the Great Old Amusement Parks of New England episode. It has seven stories in it, so it's taking me a while to do. I'm still writing the script, and I want it to all be in one show. I don't want it to be in different parts. So I expect it's going to be the longest podcast that I've done. Probably uh, close to an hour and a half, maybe even a little bit more. I'll get it out to you as soon as I possibly can. Meanwhile, I want to roll out another rebooted episode that I had previously removed. I think some of the subjects in these shows are important, but I wasn't happy before with the final product, so I'm re-editing them to make them better, hopefully better. Today's episode is one of those shows. The subject of sleep and our increasing problems with getting sufficient rest as we age is a topic that I know many of us can relate to. And so I present the updated show for your consideration. Now, I left in all my mentions of my own sleep problems that had plagued me all my life. And I specifically chose to keep those in the episode because the suggestions of behavior modification that are mentioned within the show were actually the things that I did to finally... After decades, and that's not an exaggeration, I mean decades of problems, they allowed me to find a way to overcome my sleep issues. So as you listen to this episode, please keep in mind that I can honestly say that the suggestions outlined in the show do, in fact, work. I am a living, breathing and sleeping example of how good these suggestions truly are. You might have heard some of these before. However, having heard something, and after hearing it, implementing it, are in fact two different things. So, please give it a listen with fresh ears and an open mind, and these suggestions might just, in fact, work for you. So, let's talk about sleep. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com. I want to discuss sleep. Considering one-third of our life is dedicated to this It's important to have ongoing conversations about our needs for recovery and rest. We've all heard that Americans do not sleep enough. It's very common as we age that we seem to sleep less, partly by choice perhaps and partly because our minds fight us sometimes. Sleep disorders are increasing and even for those of us who manage to get what we consider to be enough sleep, the quality of rest is eroding. So let me start by telling you that I've always been very jealous of, quote, morning people, unquote. You know who these people are. Maybe you are even one of them. They're the people who rise the same time every morning, sometimes as early as 5 a.m., They're the kind of people who say that they get more done by 9 a.m. than most people do all day. Oh, yes, I love to hear people say that. They're the kind of people who mention how beautiful the sunrise was, or how they had a leisurely breakfast at the diner with their friends, or maybe even the very most irritating phrase to me. The ones who come jogging back, glistening in sweat from their vigorous morning run. Oh, life is great. Oh, the morning is great. (sighs) I want to be like that. Let me say that. I want to be one of those people. But I've never really been able to be one of those people. To see that early morning time and the only way I do really is unless it's from still being up from the night before. I have a sleep disorder. Actually, maybe it's more of an inner clock that's always worked differently from those productive morning people. It started when I was about 13 and it's been a fight all my life since then. No matter how tired I might be, just about 11 o'clock PM, I get a shot of adrenaline that keeps me wide awake until four or five in the morning. Then I crash and I sleep until 12 noon to get my rest. I have fought this for as long as I can remember. I don't want to sleep such an unusual set of hours like that. It's really bothersome to be so far off from what other people do, but it's like my body just doesn't want to cooperate with me. And that energy that appears to always be within those morning individuals, I want that. Now, I will admit, if I absolutely have to get up in the morning, I can manage to do it. And quite honestly, every time that I do have to get up in the morning like that, I always immensely enjoy that time of day. It always seemed so much calmer, brighter, certainly, and almost like electric with the knowledge that you have an entire day ahead and that anything could happen. When you get up at 12 noon like I do, you don't have the whole day like that. Especially during the winter when it gets dark early, I might see maybe four, four and a half hours of daylight. That's that's not what I want. It's never been what I've wanted. And each time I'm able to enjoy the morning hours, I ask myself for like the millionth time, why don't I get up at this hour regularly? Because I enjoy it so much. Why, for me, is the only way to enjoy that hour of the day is also to be tired from lack of sleep. Because even if I went to bed at 10 or 11 o'clock p.m., like most, let's say, normal people do, right, I'd toss and I'd turn, staying wide awake in bed until sometime around 2 o'clock. So when I did get up in the morning, I was tired. No matter how long I've gone where I've been able to Get my internal clock to awaken early in the day, you know, when I fought it and I've managed to do it for a while, I always slide back within a couple weeks. I slide back onto my old sleeping schedule. I still have hope that someday, somehow, it's going to change and I'm going to be able to overcome it permanently. Sleep disorders really are very common. We know most people don't get enough sleep. That's kind of like become some sort of American badge of honor that we push ourselves so hard. But dangers lie in wait because certain jobs that can and sometimes do result in tragedy because of lack of sleep. Bus drivers, pilots, truck drivers, medical personnel, all these professions and many more are important to public safety. Sleep is essential, yet for many, fleeting. If you're grouchy and irritable... Your sex drive has decreased. Your job is suffering from lack of productivity. You are tired mid-afternoon. If you're starting to gain weight and maybe you're making problematic decisions, these are all signs of lack of sufficient sleep. If you suffer from lack of sleep, other than, let's say, misprioritizing your time so you don't have enough available for rest, if you just honestly lack sleep because you can't sleep, you can't stay asleep, then you may be one of the millions who suffer from the inability to have regular deep sleep. So let's look at ways to help us get on a regular sleep schedule. The following information comes from helpguide.org from an article titled, Tips for Getting a Good Night's Sleep. The article states, when it comes to sleep, it's not just quantity that matters, it's quality. The cure for daytime fatigue and sleep difficulties can often be found in your daily routine. Your sleep schedule, bedtime habits, and day-to-day lifestyle choices can make an enormous difference to the quality of your night's rest. Now, this article provides a series of tips on how to get a better night's sleep. Their first tip seems honestly, when I was reading this, it honestly sounds like it was spoken directly to me. And it is, support your body's natural rhythms. Getting in sync with your body's natural sleep-wake cycle, or circadian rhythm, is one of the most important strategies for achieving good sleep try to go to sleep and get up at the same time every day. If you alter your sleep schedule even by an hour or two, difficulties can arise. Avoid sleeping in even on weekends or nights if you stayed up late. If you need to make up for a late night, opt for a daytime nap rather than sleeping in. Be smart about napping, though. It's a good way to recharge and make up for lost sleep hours. But if you tend to have trouble falling asleep or staying asleep throughout the night, napping can make things worse. I say that it speaks to me because I did try to go to sleep and get up the same time every day, try to get my body onto that kind of schedule, trying to almost like force it onto the schedule. And even on the mornings when I would get up and I would be tired, I would try that afternoon nap. The problem is, if you're a nap taker, you probably have adjusted to it, but if you're someone that doesn't normally nap, what happens, at least to me, is if you take a nap for, say, an hour, right? You set your alarm clock, you don't wanna sleep more than an hour. Chances are, when that hour is up, you still would love to have more sleep, but you force yourself up. And then what happens to me, at least, is I'm very groggy for at least another half hour or so before I finally get myself back up and wide awake. Uh, Sometimes I have to pump in some caffeine to get to that point. So naps can be good, but at the same time, other times they can just be really destructive to my day as an overall way to try to get my body onto a natural, normal schedule. Sometimes they help. Sometimes they just honestly don't help me at all. Tip number two, control your exposure to light. Expose yourself to bright sunlight in the morning. The closer to the time that you get up, the better. Spend some time outside during daylight. Try to take your work breaks outside in sunlight, exercise outside when possible, or walk your dog during the day instead of at night. Your brain secretes more melatonin when it's dark, making you sleepy, and less when it's light, making you more alert. Bright lights at night, especially from exposure to energy-efficient LED lights within TVs and computer screens, can make your body think it's time to wake up. So try to avoid bright screens within two hours of your bedtime, no late-night television, and be cautious of devices for e-readers that are backlit. Well, right there for me, I've been doing something completely wrong because I've always thought, well, you know what? Since I'm up anyway and I have the energy to do something, why don't I make use of the time? So I'll get on my computer and I will either promote the podcast, I'll make notes, I might do a little script writing. I do a lot of my social media at night because I like to advertise the podcast on the other side of the world where it is daytime. I try to make use of that time. I certainly watch late night television endlessly. And it's absolutely ridiculous because once in a great while, there might be a horror movie on that I like, but the majority of the time I'm just watching reruns of these old ridiculous shows. And it's a waste of time. Because if I could be up in the morning doing productive things, I wouldn't have to be sitting watching television because there's other things to do in the morning, right? And late at night, when everybody seems to be asleep, I can either just talk to the other half of the world on the computer or I can watch these stupid, stupid, stupid TV shows. Moving on to tip number three, get regular exercise. Isn't it funny that no matter what topic I talk about on this podcast, we can always come back to the need for regular exercise. All of these subjects seem to be that one of the ways to solve problems in life is to get regular exercise. And the more vigorously you exercise, the more powerful the sleep benefits. But even light exercise such as walking for just 10 minutes a day can improve your sleep quality. Tip number four, Be smart about what you eat and drink. Cut down on caffeine. You might be surprised to know that caffeine can cause sleep problems up to 10 to 12 hours after drinking it. I had absolutely no idea that that was the case. I would generally try to not have caffeine after 4 or 5 in the afternoon. But obviously, come 10 or 11 at night, that's still going to be affecting my sleep. Did not realize that at all. So they say consider eliminating caffeine after lunch or cutting back on your overall intake. Try to make dinner time earlier in the evening and avoid heavy rich foods within two hours of bed. Fatty foods take a lot of work for your stomach to digest and that may keep you up. Avoid alcohol before bed. It may allow you to fall asleep faster, but it interferes with your sleep cycle once you're out. Drinking lots of water, juice, tea, or other fluids may result in frequent bathroom trips throughout the night, so avoid drinking too many liquids in the evening. And once again, on a personal note, could I have been doing anything worse than the way I've been doing it? Because when you get up at 12 noon, right, and I try to eat five small meals throughout the day, sometimes six, by the time I get to dinner, it's usually around eight 8.30 or even 9 o'clock at night. And although I've talked about shifting to having my larger meal be lunch, so I have a lighter dinner and I won't have as much food in me and I won't feel as uncomfortable and hopefully I'll be able to go to sleep, regularly I have been eating dinner too late. And therefore, even the calories that are in there, the fat that's in there is going to have to be digested and it just keeps you up. It interferes with your sleep cycle and... Let's leave and talk about alcohol. Same thing with me, right? Oh, I'll have a glass of wine because it'll relax me. I'll be able to sleep. So uh, completely doing the wrong thing here, right? I couldn't be doing it worse. So I'm really glad that I found this article and that we're talking about this today because fingers crossed, this is going to make a difference for me. Tip number five, wind down and clear your head. We all know that at times, stress and worry and anger can make it difficult to sleep well. If its stress of managing work, family, or school is keeping you awake, you may need help with stress management. Relaxation techniques that allow for better sleep include deep breathing, progressive muscle relaxation, and visualizing a peaceful, restful place. This tip, number five, regarding these relaxation techniques... I still do want to address a podcast episode about that on meditation. And bedtime rituals can help you relax. Try to create a, quote, toolbox, unquote, of relaxing bedtime rituals to help you unwind before sleep. For example, read a book or magazine by a soft light, take a warm bath, listen to soft music, do some easy stretches. Wind down with a favorite hobby, listen to books on tape, listen to my podcasts, oops, how did that one get in there, oops, make simple preparations for the next day, and dim the lights in the house leading up to bedtime, changes that you might be able to make that will allow you to have the rest that you and I and everyone so desperately needs in today's fast-paced world. So back on a personal note, I have to admit that when I've been overtired in the morning from lack of sleep, I've made the mistake of sleeping late rather than get myself up in the morning to eventually force my internal clock to adjust. Although, honestly, when I've worked corporate jobs, I've had to go years where I had to get up in the morning and go to work. And what would happen is I would sleep late on the weekends because I'd go out and I'd party, you know, 20s and 30s and even in my 40s <laughs> and even in my 50s, go out and party. And therefore, I sleep too late on the weekends. And probably, you know, just those two days of messing it up is enough that I have to realize that that's why I've had such a problem in my life, sleeping or lack of sleep. Now, as I said at the beginning of this episode, I used all these suggestions to overcome my lifelong problems with getting to bed early and then questing to get up early to enjoy the mornings. I can't say that everything is solved. I think where my own sleep cycle is concerned, I'll have to monitor it and stay on top of it if I want my changes to last. I went to bed by 11 and got up at 6 a.m. every day for a few months, which was really amazing for me, literally every day for a few months. But it was my COVID-19 infection that really messed it up as my energy and my desire to rest because I just was so tired all the time that took over for a period of several weeks. That threw my modifications into an upheaval, but I have settled into the sleep early and get up early about 85% of the time. I'm trying to improve that number to be up by 6am 90% of the time, or 9 out of every 10 days. Someday, I hope I might get closer to 95% of the time. I will be back with another episode next week. Meanwhile, if you could do me a favor, maybe you could tell one of your friends about an older gay guy show because some of us over the age of 50 might not have heard about the show because not everybody has an online presence. Your word of mouth would be very much appreciated. And if you do like the show also, please subscribe to it. Meanwhile, much love to all of you. I hope this autumn is good to you and I will be back next week. Thank you so much for fitting me into your day. I loved having you join me. This is Joey Hernandez. Bye for now.